Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. David Hills is joining us on the Trocare College Liveline, Buffalo Public Schools Chief Operating Officer. Uh, you work closely with Superintendent Tanja Williams, and we're talking about closing schools. Um, congratulations today on closing schools and making that decision yesterday, but I, I'm sure it's not an easy decision. What goes into that? So thank you, Susan. Um, you know, first and foremost, we believe as a as a district, our mission is that Having students in a learning community every day is one of the most important things that happens um, in our communities. So we prioritize that and know that our families rely on us to provide that, but also that uh, we're in the process of daily educating students. So when we look at a situation where our students or staff um, may have their safety compromised, we really start to take the information in, and when it's determined that uh, safety and, and uh, of our staff and students will be compromised. We make the decision to close as soon as we have all the relevant information. How does that decision-making process look? Um, you, you know, we'll use the past two days for an example. Yesterday as opposed to today. Like today would seem kind of obvious, right, especially in the southern part of the city and then later on throughout all the city. You have all this blinding snow to drive through, you don't want buses getting stuck, things like that. Yesterday was a little bit different. You're not really dealing with the snow falling. Um, can you kind of take us through how that process works? So we have kind of two modes. One is when we have an anticipated event uh, where we're, we know something's coming and we're gathering all the information. The other is when we're recovering from an event. Um, we were recovering from the event and we start with assessing our yeah, we have engineers of buildings that are working to clear the buildings. We assess if the buildings are ready. We work with our transportation provider, particularly for a student, to see of the five terminals, will we be able to clear those out? Um, but then we start to assess citywide the road conditions. We are a district where students um, live in one neighborhood and go to school in another, um, and when one neighborhood is unpassable or has continued snowfall, um, that impacts the operations of the whole city. So yesterday was a situation where we checked off all the boxes. We, were, we would be ready with uh, clearing uh, the terminals. The buildings would be clear. Uh, but there was still continuing snow on Monday in many parts of South Buffalo that would have made it very difficult to safely 
um, take students into those neighborhoods, but particularly to pick students up who may be going to schools in other areas of the city. Um, and when one part of the city is suffering, the whole city, um, we have to take that into account. Uh, David, you know, parts of the city are getting buried today. What could you say now about a decision about tomorrow? So we have a process where when we have a, a event going on or a forecasted event, we uh, we start around 11 o'clock assessing uh, what tomorrow will look like. Sometimes we have enough information before that, but our deadline for pulling information together is 11 o'clock. We talk to the Department of Public Works. We talk with um, our transportation providers and our Department of Transportation. We work with uh, getting information from the National Weather Service. And then around 11.30, um, Dr. Williams will be taking all that information and making the determination. We start to develop the script for communication. We also uh, try to coordinate our efforts um, with our partners in suburban schools to make sure that there's a clear message going out. It's not this one's going, this one's not. Um, so we do some coordination there. Uh, and that will be probably the timeline we're on today where we'll be looking at about 1130 making decision and then putting out the information between 12 o'clock and one o'clock. Yeah, I mean, that's a, a lot earlier than what I remember when I was a kid or, or even I, I want to say like five, 10 years ago, right, where maybe the decision was made day of, you know, super early in the morning, uh, you know, wake up, get out of bed and say, eh, I don't think so today. Uh, now that advance day notice, uh, what sort of impact has that had with families in the district? I'm sure there's a reason why you're doing it. So, one, forecasting and information gathering has become much more sophisticated. So we were able to have the information beforehand instead of uh, there is always the possibility of an unanticipated event. And we start that process at 3 o'clock in the morning of seeing whether something significant surprised us. But really, the the robust information we have in a timely fashion allows us to be predictable and transparent with our families. So then they can make the choices they need to make about childcare, um, about just planning their life for the next day. So we, we, our goal in communication is that we're predictable, we're transparent, that we um, have the information for families in a timely fashion. As soon as we, um, have a critical mass of information. We want to be always be careful. Predictions are sometimes wrong. We want to try and get to the point of absolute certainty, which you, you never can get, but to get to a point where we have enough that we're making the wisest and safest decision. David, you know, this could be a prolonged event here. Um, are these all snow days? Is there any chance that students could be remote at all this year? We have... We have a um, remote learning plan that actually is going to our Board of Education at the next meeting that we have been preparing for. So there is, we are prepared for remote if necessary. Um, going remote is taxing on our families and taxing on our staff. So we want to make sure we do that um, when it's necessary, but we have had those discussions. Um, but right now, the traditional snow day uh, is what we are using, and we will assess that as the event develops.
It's uh, 8 o'clock here on WBEM Buffalo. We're speaking with David Hills, uh, BPS Chief Operating Officer, talking about that school closing decision in the city of Buffalo. Uh, before we let you go, and you, you were kind of talking about it right there, and we started on this, I, I feel like ever since the uh, big school shutdown in 2020, you know, people kind of have this idea that, oh, there's no snow days anymore. They can just call a remote day and yada, yada, yada. And like, that's what, but that's not the case, right? I mean, there's the remote learning doesn't, we, we've learned this, you know, after the two years or so of school shutdown does not replace in-person learning. So it's not like you're making these snow day decisions all willy nilly because you have this great backup option. So remote learning is you lose what in-person learning gives you. And I think we all learned during the pandemic that the social environment of a school classroom setting is critical for students to develop and students to learn. So our priority is always to provide in-person learning um, and to pivot to remote when it becomes absolutely necessary to um, use that tool because we do have tools that we didn't have 10 years ago. All right. Hey, David, thank you very much. We appreciate the time and we'll be uh, watching for uh, a message from you later this morning, early this afternoon. Thank you, Brian and Susan. David Hills is Buffalo Public Schools Chief Operating Officer. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.